Hello everyone. This is Myra with Holly Pulley's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga podcast. As we transition from autumn to winter in the southern hemisphere and from winter into spring in the northern hemisphere, we all experience the transformational power of sunshine and the results in nature that come from its changes. Coming into autumn, the days are getting shorter and the leaves change color with the temperature changes. The crispness in the air and the reducing temperature encourages our agni, the digestive fire. It encourages the agni to increase. And things seem to slow down, going inside with the dormancy. For those coming into spring, the days are longer, the plants are bursting forth with growth, and the added sunshine is a stimulus to grow and create. Change is really a beautiful thing. As part of our exploration of the Gravati Gunas, the 20 qualities present in everything in nature, this month we'll look at the subtle and gross qualities in life. The transition of seasons is a great example of gross physical change in nature and the subtle energetic changes as well. Our tendency as human beings in the past few centuries has been to focus and give most of our attention to the gross, the physical body, the material objects we surround ourselves with. Many people give more care and better care for their cars than they do for their own bodies. This is a time to see the value and power in the subtle qualities, as it's the flow of prana, life force, that keeps us strong and healthy and happy. Consider that the gross physical body responds to the flow of energy, our life force, and that's subtle. It's the activity of the mind that reflects this flow, and our choices shape the activity in the mind. I'm not saying the physical is bad, but when we recognize and then live considering the power of the subtle energies in life, our spiritual selves, then we're utilizing everything we've been given as a human being. So let's explore some more. In Ayurveda, we look at the Panchamahabhutas, the five elements present in everything in nature, including within all of us. Uh, we typically look at these elements from the gross to the subtle. Earth, water, fire, air, and the ethers. Physical to the energetic. So within each of these elements, the gross and subtle qualities are present. Think of water with a light mist coming off of it. Subtle. And then a flooding river. Gross then the senses can be experienced on the gross or the subtle levels. Think about the subtle smell of a beautiful rose blooming. And then the gross smell of some kind of a chemical factory. Or the gross experience of a freeway filled with traffic. And the subtle experience of a honeybee lighting on an orange blossom. Nature 
including humans, are really amazing. I mentioned my observations of the change of seasons earlier and seeing the physical changes around us and then noticing the subtle changes in our feelings. You could also think of how dawn and dusk feel compared to midday. The shift of Agni with the temperature changes is significant. It's so important to honor the lower Agni we all have in hot weather and not have too much heating food. And we need just enough warming spices to give a little support to Agni, along with some cooling ones and neutral ones. Then with cooler weather, use the spices to support your Agni and keep things digesting well. Perhaps leaving out those cooling foods so as not to confuse Agni. And they don't grow usually in cold weather anyway. We can think about gross and subtle in terms of taste or rasa. Take the sweet taste. The gross or most tangible experience could be a sugary cinnamon bun. And the subtle would be freshly cooked jasmine rice with a nice aroma. There's a big difference in how these two things affect the body and mind. Garlic, onions, and chilies are gross in nature when eaten. They drown the subtle taste because they're so strong. Ginger and coriander, though, in an appropriate amount, bring out the subtle taste when they're cooked with food. The effect on the mind is the same as the body in this case. Strong tastes are stimulating and aggravating for the mind, and the more subtle tastes encourage peace and joy in the mind. Going shopping for fruit and holding the fruit in your hand, feeling the texture and the shape of it, that's a gross physical experience. Now, feeling the prana with the palm of your hand without physically touching is experiencing the subtle quality. Have you ever bought fruit based on the outside looks and then gotten it home to find that it was tasteless inside? That's too much reliance on the gross physical appearance. Likewise, with people we choose to be around, it's really what's on the inside that makes the difference in a long-lasting relationship. The very notion of sensing something is, is quite subtle. When we use our logic only, we often back ourselves into a corner and get stuck. An imbalanced approach. But following our intuition is subtle, powerful, and effortless. Have you had that time where you were shown your intuition with a decision, then doubted it and went with the logical choice, then the result later showed it to be less satisfying than your first inclination. I've had a lot of those choices in my life. Learning to trust the process and the flow of life and divine presence makes all the difference. I love talking about this because it reinforces the part of me I want to honor more and more. There is a balance available in all things in nature, including in each of us.
then what about the breath? Ujjayi breath that's used in practicing yoga asana has a distinct sound, but during meditation, the breathing will become subtle and quiet. The early morning hours before 6 a.m. are called Brahma Muhurti, or the time when the subtlety of the divine is most present. There's silence. As we get going in our day, there are sounds of all kinds and the gross aspect of life is more prominent. With the activity of life being curtailed recently, I noticed that there's much less sound from cars on the road. See what things you notice around you that have gone from gross to more subtle. Meditation starts out for most of us being grosser. Trying to find a reasonable sitting position. And your mind is racing around and rebelling at the idea of being contained. Then using a mantra or a guided meditation to get going. Over time, as we come into the flow of our inner self, the God of our heart, then we dip into the stillness and the subtlety of our being. That's why it's a practice. Each day is new and might be different. The yoga asana practice is meant to be an energetic practice that involves the physical through its response to the movement of energy. Inward, the poses get smaller as they become more advanced. Not fast, spreading, or bigger. It's most effective as an inside-out practice rather than outside-in. So in other words, asana is really a practice that moves from this subtle inner energy to the outer manifestation of the gross physical poses and then back again. The body and our aura are, of course, one of the most obvious ways to think about this. If you haven't played with or are not aware of directly experiencing your aura, then do this exercise. It's fun to do anyway, even if you've done it before. Rub your palms together a few times, then hold your palms arm's length away from each other and very slowly move them toward each other. You might feel a lot of different sensations. There's no right or wrong. It could be pressure or tingling, cool or warm. That's your energy, your aura, your life force. Pretty cool, huh? We're working with this all day and night. The more we bring it into our awareness, the more we experience the subtle energy, and it enhances our experience of the gross physical body and the physical in nature. We're meant to use both in our living. In Ayurveda and yoga, we recognize this, and the practices are all meant to expand our living to our full potential so that we can thrive. Our communication is gross when we shout and are aggressive, rajasic. And when it's subtle, it's gentler and can be loving. Emotions can be subtle and glossed over these days. More emotionally gross outward is considered more valuable. But is it? Anger channeled outside is recognized, but anger channeled inside 
isn't recognized by most until it causes disease. This is the root of many autoimmune diseases. And this is the story of my experience with rheumatoid arthritis, which you can learn more about on our YouTube channel. Harsh self-judgment and anger turned inward is one of the most damaging things we can do to ourselves. They're recognized as such in Ayurveda. Mental and emotional health is subtle, and physical health is on the gross level. The disease progression begins on the subtle level of thought, which results in dosha imbalance and gradually manifests to the physical. Think about that. Illness is how we perceive our condition. We talk of mental illness. And disease is how it's perceived by someone else, a doctor, for example. By the time it's recognized in medical tests, disease is at a gross level. We realize in Ayurveda the overarching power of the subtle mental and emotional effect in the disease process. This is one of our tools in reversing the disease process and healing. One of the ways to observe subtle and gross in life is to notice yourself in a particular pose in yogasana practice. If you get to a point where it feels like too much, rather than backing out completely and quitting, just back up a little bit and gradually until you experience change. So this will help you feel the gross change of discomfort or pain without quitting. When you just quit, when it gets difficult, then the mind stays weak. But when you feel that more subtle right place for yourself by backing out gradually, where there's challenge, but not teeth grinding or pushing, then we come to know ourselves more deeply and feel the subtlety of the practice. All humans are born with a large degree of sattva, balance and harmony, the light of our consciousness. Even when the condition of a newborn isn't ideal, the sattva is present because it's the nature of our soul. The natural state of our mind is sattva, the light of our consciousness. Support your children to cultivate their sattva rather than program it out of them. Their imagination is subtle creativity at work. As adults, we're imbalanced by giving too much attention to the gross and not enough to the incredible power of the subtle. Learning to work consciously with your energy is what will make the difference. Head over to our website and download the free basic tools, Intuitive Energy Practice. This is a great place to start to connect with the power of the subtle. And the Spark Your Intuition podcast also walks you through tools to work with in your daily life on that intuitive, more subtle level. They aren't just for meditation. Be playful, like kindergarten, and you'll discover the subtle qualities in yourself and come to know yourself more fully.
If you'd like more guidance on how to integrate Ayurveda and yoga into your life more deeply, you can check out our new app called Live Ayurveda and Yoga, available on iPhone and coming very soon for Android. It's packed with good stuff like instructional Ayurveda and yoga videos, podcasts, guided meditations, exclusive recipes and guides, and an ebook and an audiobook. It's a guide in your pocket that will support you to easily integrate Ayurveda and yoga into your daily life and experience the state of vitality and well-being that is your true nature. Until next time. In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipule's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, Join simple Ayurvedic cooking with Halipule. The recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.